With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Diet Coach coming to you live from beautiful Hermosa Beach, California. Beautiful day today. It's almost like it's warm Santa Ana winds coming. It's, it's amazing at the beach today. Uh, this is a blog talk radio, and this is what we call this ACG Body Talk, where we kind of talk about ACG and how we can make it work for our bodies. Uh, today's show is the first time in, I don't know, two years or so that I've ever actually taken Dr. Simeon's protocol and broken it down. I definitely am not going to cover the entire um, pounds and inches because that would be several calls. I mean, this, this show alone is going to probably have to go to two segments um, because there's just, just a lot to cover. But um, before I go further, though, I always like to do a sound check to make sure I'm coming through loud and clear. So do me a favor and hit one on your phone. That'll throw your hand up real quick, and they'll let me know you can hear me, and then that way I know that can proceed without problems. So, all right, there's one. Make sure that's not, all right, guys, hit one again now. Put your hands down. So it won't be up for the whole duration of the call. Thank you for helping me out. Um, I, I decided to, to do this, this this show because I really kind of wanted to bring back the integrity of Dr. Simeon's protocol. Um, and, and, and I think by the time you're done with these, these two shows, you'll, you'll also understand some of the things that we changed and why, and, and why, it, why they made sense and how we looked at it a little bit differently. But primarily is that, um, you know, once in a while I get an email from, from some, you know, good Samaritan that wants to school me on Dr. Simeon's protocol and will say, well, Dr. Simeon said this and that. And, and, you know, I think I've read it enough times to know, but I never let my ego get involved and assume that I am always right. So, I'll many times pull out my copy, and, and as you, if you've never read this protocol before, it's not like you can just go to a section in a book where it doesn't have a syllabus or, you know, it's like you have, I have to find myself sometimes reading through the entire protocol um, and glancing through it to try and find the section of which the person is trying to school me on and to, to see, in fact, if they have, if I'm wrong and they're right or if there's a different interpretation. And I do that because of the fact, like I said, I always want to make sure that whatever information that I am sharing. Whenever I am quoting the original protocol of Dr. Simeon's, I want to make sure that I'm giving him the respect um, by making sure I'm not misquoting him. And then also, like, I'll let you know when I've changed something and why I've changed it. And, 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 and 
I always say that, and I always tell people they always should read this protocol. Regardless if you're following our AC Body for Life system or not, you'll notice if you're a part of my newsletter, uh, I email, usually by like the sixth email, I ask you, you know, first name, have you read Dr. Simmons' protocol? And I do that for a reason. I also have it on my home page of my website. At the very bottom, you can click the link and you can print out a, a complete copy of this protocol. I think everyone should read it if you're, if you're planning on doing this, this um, protocol, this diet, because of the fact that I think even though his Pounds and inches weren't really made for. It's kind of more of a medical journal, and it's kind of wasn't really made for the layman. I find it extremely fascinating, but it also explains a, a lot. I think if you read it and understand it, you'll understand why this protocol will work for you and why it's different from anything you've ever done in your entire life to lose weight. I think for me, that was the that that alone gave me some sort of kind of battled the conversation I had in the back of my head, the doubt I had in the back of my head because of the fact it was completely different than anything I've ever tried before, that there was a great possibility, at least there was a possibility that would work because we're not doing, you know, we're not trying to be insane. You know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So if you try the same diet over and over again and never worked for you, the odds are it's not going to. So, but also the fact is that in Pounds and Inches, he talks about a lot of things, not just the protocol itself. I mean, the majority of Pounds and Inches is about obesity, uh, you know, the epidemic of obesity, the reason for obesity, the cause of obesity, um, how, you, how this protocol will affect you if you have certain ailments, you know, like high blood pressure and diabetes and gout and, and uh, you know, uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the ailments that a lot of people in America walk around with. And... And so I get a lot of questions, why well, I have this, can I do that? And that's, that's why I think reading this protocol is so smart and so important because he breaks down really the science behind ATG, what it's for, how he, how he came about using it, and why it's different from anything else you're going to ever, anything else you've ever tried before in the past. My goal for this call is to enlighten you about some of the facts um, of some of the things that, and clarify some of the misinformation that's on the on the internet, and and some of the things that um, uh, you know people may have taken this this protocol and, and altered it and changed it, which I am guilty of that myself. But at least I try to explain why I altered it and changed it, and I usually have some sort of of method to the madness for for the reason, and I tell you why, and and I tell you, and and, I, and then you have then you can at least see for yourself if it makes a difference or not. Um, I think at the very end of this call, because like I said, this will be part one, but I think at the end of this call, I want, I'm going to give you some numbers, and I'm going to do some calculations on, on and, and some statistics that I think you may find very interesting and, and it may give you an insight on why Jenny and I think the way we think, why we did the things we did, and why we're finding out that um, the protocol is working more effectively for a lot of people because of these little core tweaks that, that we made. And you'll also notice that there's a lot of things we did not touch because I do believe that the integrity of this protocol and the integrity of what Dr. Simi has put together is absolute perfection and I think that it really, and you've probably heard me say that a thousand times, I don't believe it's the protocol that needed modification. It's basically our, the sign of our times that needed to be modified <laughs> in order to make it still work. And actually, when you, at, at the end of the call, when we kind of do the math, you'll kind of see that, uh, that the, the protocol actually itself is pretty, pretty darn perfect. And, 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 I'll, and I'll break it down to you in, in a little bit. So what my intention is today is to kind of scan through different segments of the protocol, and then I'm going to stop the call today and then next week, um, that next week or the following week, probably next week if, all, if nothing comes up, I will go ahead and, and, and um, 
complete this. So some of you may feel like I'm leaving you hanging because there's, but there's so much content <laughs> to follow. And, and bear with me because I'm going to have to be like reading through some of this and glancing through some of it. So this may kind of, you know, be, may not be my more, most animated, animated, my own animated show. But the point is that I believe that you will walk away with a lot more information than you came, came in with. And, and that's really the goal. Um, so the first thing I'm going to cover, I'm going to cover about five different parts of this, of this particular protocol. Um, stopping with the diet itself, the actual ingredients of the diet protocol itself. And then the next call we'll talk about, um, I'll, I'll go over some of the headings that we'll be covering, um, you know, next week about dietary errors and buyers and fools and the cosmetic issue and uh, unforeseen interruptions in, in weight loss and and how much weight you should be losing and, and all that kind of good stuff. But t- today I wanted to start with, uh, one, I think that's very important because I have a lot of feedback from men, especially, who um, seem to have this concern about the fact of utilizing a a hormone that comes from pregnant women's urine in order to introduce into their bodies, that if it's made for women and comes from women, how is this going to benefit us? And I kind of wanted to explain or break that down because a lot that that has been a hindrance between some men actually taking this protocol and, and moving forward with it. And, and it really is kind of fascinating when you find out exactly how amazing this uh, amino te- peptide is or hormone is. And just, you know, the, you know, the term human chorionic gonadotropin, human obviously means the source of origin where it came from. Um, chorionic means that it's made or developed in the placenta. And gonadotropin means that it's um, of it, of its, its sex organ, sex origin, so it does um, seem to have a direct effect on on the sexual sexual organs, I should say. And I want to clarify that. So uh, I thought one of the the interesting parts in the protocol it says that HD is not a sex hormone, and it said it cannot sufficiently emphasize that HD is not a sex hormone. It acts it acts identically in men, like in men, the same as men, women, and children, and even those that are, um, have deficient sexual glands like the elderly or people who have been surgically removed. And that the only thing that ACG can do is actually, uh, the only thing that ACG can do past, past beyond the point of puberty is actually improve um, a pre-existing deficiency, but it never will stimulate it beyond its normal. The reason why that is hugely important for men and women, but especially I'm talking to you men right now, is that HCG basically where where there is a deficient level of sex hormone, like we're talking about testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, um, it'll actually give it a natural uptick or, or actually try to increase it to normal um, because you're you're deficient. Now, if you're 17, 20, 25, you're probably not deficient in most of those hormones. In essence, it doesn't make any, it won't, they can't do much for you. But the majority of people that if you're beyond 25 and 30, you start, we already had this conversation when we had Dr. Goldstone here, that your sex hormones and your, 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 your testosterone in men, especially and in women, they drop off and they start increasing in the number of how, like how aggressively it drops off, drops off every, every decade. So, you know, between 25 and 30, it's, you know, it's by 5, 5%, by 40, 50, and 60, it goes by, you know, 10% and 20% decreases per every 10 years. So, in essence, by the time you're my age, you know, your testosterone levels could have been, could have plummeted to 30% of what they were when you were in your 20s. Hence, we start getting more uh, estrionic, uh, you know, body features, getting the man boobs and the belly and getting carrying more fat and belly fat because we start taking on more of the female 
um, body structure because that, those hormones are designed for females. You get more estrogen in your body. So the reason why I want to bring this out because anyone, anyone, uh, you know, male or female, doing this protocol can can actually get a natural uptick in their in their hormone levels if they're off. And the reason why we implemented exercise in the protocol because if if you guys have been around or heard about bodybuilders or anybody that's trying to do strength training, the one thing that they want to they want to have the highest level of is is you know obviously growth hormone IGF one and testosterone. So that's those are the muscle building compounds. So if you're on a protocol, if you're on a substance that actually gives you a natural increase in those particular hormones um, that you are that you're already deficient in, it would make sense that increasing your exercise level and, and, and trying to increase your strength while you're getting this boost would probably be the smarter thing to do because you'll get more benefit from it. So I think that was kind of very important to know that if you're a guy and you're worried about taking this pregnant woman's you know urine or this, this hormone that is extracted from pregnant women's urine, that look at it on the bright side that not only will you get an uptick in your testosterone, which actually can improve your strength, your uh, your muscle tone for, for both sexes, and also your libido. Um, so <laughs> so there's maybe another reason to look at this protocol as a, as a, as a positive note. Um, so I want to talk, I'll talk about also, I'm going to put my glasses on, guys, because I'm going to read it along here. Um, you know, he talks a little bit also about the potency of ACG and the doses of ACG. And, you know, you guys – see a lot of different measurements out there. Now, originally, Dr. Simeon's dose um, for HG was 125 units, um, or what you guys you know, call 125 IUs, international units. And these are some of the things you've seen altered over, over, the, over the course of the years, especially now since his diet is more mainstream. And I even recommend that 200 IUs is, is, is a, seems to be a more viable dose. I can't explain to you why the uh, the increase from 125 to 200. All I know is that literally such a high percentage, 70% of the people that started off at 125 did not get the benefit, immediate benefit from having the HD in their system, such as the hunger, the decrease in hunger, the you know the, the rapid fat loss, and they were trying to figure out what's going on. And as soon as their dose was crept up closer to 175 and 200, depending on each individual. All of a sudden, it seemed to jive and, and click in, and it just seems to be that 175 between 175 and 250, depending on the individual, and it's not based on size or weight or, or girth or how heavy you are. It just happens to be on your your own natural chemistry that the, the right dose seems to fall between there. And there is a small percentage that 125 seems to work seems to work really well with. So if you're one of those people, we just basically rather you start off at a higher note, and I always tell people start off at a higher number and start backing it down, and you can kind of find your dose that way. But um, I just want to let you know that, that you're not getting misinformation when you get parts of Dr. Simeon's protocol and then you get the changes in other people's protocols, including ours. I wanted to give you an understanding that, yes, some of this, inf this information is out there. A lot of it is the original information, and some has been changed. Um, for the better, and some has been changed for the worse. And my goal is is really trying to kind of give you an understanding why that's the case, and at least maybe you can look further. But ultimately, the message I'm telling every single person that hears this call um, that I will I urge you to download Dr. Simeon's protocol. You can get it for free from our. If you haven't got, it, you probably got a copy. If you are part of our newsletter, you can get it free from my website. Um, it's worth the read um, if you really want to have success on this protocol and long-term success, just understanding what goes on in your body to cause you to be obese. Um, let's see. 
what's the next section? I, I have to skip over parts here. So um, the duration of treatment. Dr. Simeon's original protocol um, stated if you need to lose uh, 15 pounds um, or less, um, 15 pounds, then there, there were, the minimum requirement for the protocol was 26 days. Hence, this is where you get the difference between the 26 days and the 43-day protocol. Um, he also went on to say that that is the minimum duration for any any course of HCG, and there's a reason for that. And then some people go, why can't I just do it for you know 10 days or or whatever and lose 10 pounds and, and go to the prom and and, and have it work? The the, the problem is is the decep the de, I have a hard time pronouncing this word, but the decephalon gland, which is where kind of where you house your hypothalamus. And you hear a lot about the hypothalamus gland and resetting the hypothalamus gland, but the decephalon is really the, the, the parent hub of everything that's kind of all of our major organs being controlled. And that it, it said that it basically takes a minimum of three weeks for this organ that controls basically your, um, um, controls your appetite center, also controls your fat storage capabilities, that usually any, any of us that have an obesity disorder that find ourselves out of, you know, completely out of, out of shape or overweight is because your body now is storing fat at an abnormally high rate that you'll see people that can eat whatever they want and they, can, they seem to have this great, you know, they call it a fast metabolism, but in essence what they have is a, is a, a, a gland that's functioning normally. And so what happens is the body is supposed to store a certain amount of fat um, as its reserve tank, but not to stockpile it over and over and over again until uh, you really have so much of it that you can't get rid of it. So it takes about three weeks for this gland to actually be untaxed, unoverworked, and actually get a break in order for it to actually be able to kind of relax and, and, give, and, and start to reset itself. So that's, that's the reason why you have a minimum 20, the 26-day phase or 23 days of injections um, and a total of 26 days phase because your body needs that much time for it to actually depressurize, decompress, and give that gland enough release time to, in order to, for it to be able to reset. And no one's ever even talked about why that the protocol is, that, why we have a minimum. And I think if people understand why, they won't try to cheat the system and try to do it for shorter periods of time um, or start and stop or start and stop. Because every time you start and stop, you're actually causing yourself more problems and more damage. So, so there's a reason why you have a minimum time to do this protocol. The ma then the next one, he had a maximum phase of 43 days, 40 injections in 43 days of the entire protocol for anyone that needs to lose more than that 15 pounds. Now, we've actually raised that 15 pounds to 20, um, but, you know, give or take five pounds, either one makes sense. But anything over 20 pounds, then you need to lose a 43-day protocol. And he basically you know, prescribed that it's either 40, 40 days or 35 pounds, whichever came first, unless you were considered in the morbidly obese category, which they allowed for six or seven more pounds. So they allowed for, you know, 40 pounds in 40 days uh, or, or 45 days. You, go, you can go six more days and go, you know, whatever, uh, 40, 50 days almost. Um, these are some of the things that, that we have changed over, over, over time, and that we've actually found that people could have longer periods of time on the protocol. Now, this also is because of the fact that uh, Dr. Simeon's, you know, talked a great deal about becoming immune to HCG. Um, and these are one of the things that, in theory, we all know that if, if anything's possible. I, as I said, for me, you've heard me say on my, probably my show and in my book that, I personally, after coaching so many people, haven't found anyone that actually had shown the signs of immunity that were given, that were described to Dr. Simeon, and that basically meant that it was almost very similar to that of 
um, being at the end of your fat loss stage where, you're, where you've exhausted your fat reserve and you would uh, start to feel the symptoms of fatigue and hunger as if the HG was no longer working. Um, but given the fact that anything's possible, and then I'm sure there's, there's probably someone on the planet that has has probably experienced um, uh, immunity to the HCG, this was a reason why um, they limited the amount of days for the protocol. Now, in, in my coaching and in, and in my recommendation to people, I say you, you, if you're going to go beyond the, the, the 40-day mark, pay attention to what's going on with your body. If your body's still responding and you're not showing any signs of obviously immunity, that you're losing weight, you're not feeling fatigued, you're not feeling hungry, and you're, it's almost like every day was like the day before and you actually, your body's responding, then that's a clear indication that you're, that you're not immune to the ACG protocol and you're still, you can still put more weight loss under your belt. And as soon as they start showing any signs that they're actually getting fatigued, even if they're getting emotionally or mentally fatigued from the protocol and their body still wants to lose weight, I still say it's time to stop. Because I believe if you're not in sync, completely in sync with the whole process and you're not enjoying the process and your body's not responding, you're not feeling good about it or feeling healthy or strong about it, then it's time to stop and then move into phase three and then come back and do it again. So um, there is, like I said, there always is going to be a method to my madness and hopefully by the end of these calls, you'll understand why. So that was number two that I wanted to call, cover, the actual duration of treatment um, based on Dr. Simeon's original requirements on his protocol. Um, let's see. And then we, we talked, about, talked about number two, but three, we talked about a little bit about the immunity um, issue, which I kind of covered. Um, there were a couple of other factors I threw in here. Um, you know, he talked about the menstruation issue, um, and he talked about that a couple of times in the protocol. One will be on next week's, one, next week's show when it talks about weight loss and, and the menstruation cycle. But, for, but this is a real big question that people ask, and we have our, our, our in-between theory of how to handle this. But I want to give you the textbook recommendation because ultimately I think that that's in, err, in the, err on the side of caution if you have any you know, propensity to be having you know, abnormal periods or you have problems with your, your, your monthly cycle, I think it's always best to err on the side of caution. So during the menstruation, no injections are given. The diet is to be continued, um, and it will cause no hardship. So in essence, you, you, know, you start your period, you need to stop the shots. According to Dr. Sam, you need to stop the shots. Um, you'll have no adverse effects. You continue to stay on the protocol um, on a low-calorie diet, or in his case, a very low-calorie diet, and um, you should be fine. Now, our counterpart to that is that some women experience extreme food cravings, extreme cravings for certain type of foods, and they, because of the stress they're under and what have you at that particular time, they had some hunger issues. So the, the big concern was that after the three days, if you have a cycle that's worth that's longer than five or six days, that after the third day of, of being on, without the HG no longer supporting you, uh, your hunger issues, that you know if you went too long at being hungry, being hungry, that it may it may derail you and have you go off and binge. And I've had people that have done that, um, and then more than once, <laughs> uh, probably uh, I can't tell you how many times. So we recommended that you kind of take the shots, you know, two or three days into your normal cycle, then do stop them to allow your body to go ahead and dissipate the HCG and have your cycle stop on normal as it would normally, and then go ahead and resume your uh, injections or drops after that point. Well, Dr. Simeon also recommended that you um, either 
if you were going to start the protocol, make sure you had at least 10 days of dieting under your belt. So that means if you didn't want to wait until if you were like if you were if your cycle was at least 10 days away from when you wanted to start the protocol, that would be good. But ideal is really the day after your after your cycle ends. So if you're thinking about taking doing the protocol, and you know where you like when your cycle is coming, best choice is to set your start date directly the day after your cycle ends so you know you have at least 20, 28 days technically <laughs> on the calendar for you to actually complete the very first you know, 22 days of the protocol. Ideally, that would be perfect. If you're anxious or you're, you're, you're ready to go and you're, and you're kind of putting the calendar and you're, you're right in between and your cycle is 14 days away, um, those are the, uh, these are the, that's the alternative guidelines to help you kind of navigate that situation. Um, then he talked about the conditions that, that must be uh, – oh, actually, no, let's go to the good second one. Then he talked about further courses. The original – further courses means further um, cycles of HCG. And this is where – this is a really big part that, that – and I have, to, I have to agree that I've kind of contradicted this part of the protocol. And, and, uh, and I think kind of as an industry, I think, as you see now, a lot of people are kind of contradicting this part of it. And it's because I think proof, you know, proof is always in the pudding. Science is great. But how how they how they come up with new theories that people test the theories they do with a control group or non control group but they kind of get enough feedback and they kind of go well you know what this maybe this will work differently well the original in in his pounds and inches Dr Simeon talks about that the more cycles you need to do so if you're someone that needs to lose two three hundred pounds and you can utilize this protocol that you have in essence have to take two precautions. Uh, or two things in consideration. If you already know you're going to have to do multiple cycles, then it's recommended that you take you skip one shot a week, and that kind of will will slow down the possibility of immunity, which is not a bad idea. You know, I tell people do whatever whatever makes you feel good about that. You know, yes, you know, if you do, you know you're going to do short, fine. If you know you have to do a longer one, it doesn't hurt to skip a shot every week. But also, um, where the where the real big rub lies is that for every additional protocol you need to do, originally you have to be, you have to wait, wait six weeks between protocols, and that's six weeks after phase three, uh, in order to start a new protocol. And if you have multiple phases to do, then then the time between each phase needs to be lengthened to be longer. So the first one is six weeks. The next time you got to do it, it's got to be eight weeks. The next time you got to do it, it's got to be ten weeks spread. The next time you got to do it, you got to be twelve weeks spread. Well, that if you look at that, that drags out two, three, could be two and three and four months in between phases. So, you know, if you have a lot of weight to lose, it could take a year, year or so to do that. We have shortened that window um, only from, you know, basically like results from people doing multiple cycles back to back. My thing is, if it works, then it's working, and if it's not working, it's not going to. It's not, it's not working, and it's one thing I like about this protocol is that it's very cut and dry. It either works. It either works once you've done. You know, if, if your body's at, at its limit and it, it no longer can either lose any more weight or or it's it's built up an immunity which I haven't seen, or your your resistance has gotten to a point where it's not functioning, you could be doing everything right and it's just not working anymore. That means it's time to take a break. I mean, just pay attention to your body and listen. Um, but that's been a rare case that I've, I've seen people do, you know, um, I, I originally did say, you know, if you know you have, if you don't have a lot of weight to lose and your next cycle's coming around, then do phase three, do a couple weeks of phase four, uh, and then go back to phase one and two again. But if you're someone who knows you have multiple cycles, I, I recommend it just go through phase three, 
um, and then one week of phase four, and then go back and do it again. And as long as your body responding, that's fine. So that's where we would differ in Aging Body for Life and Dr. Simeon's protocol, but it's not based on conjecture or opinion that's not based on the fact that we've witnessed people do it this way and have great success. And that's the only reason why I'll give people information is to increase their success. And there's no other reason to give people information unless you want to increase their success. Because um, it doesn't matter to me how many times you do the protocol. I would like it to be as, as least as possible to get to your goal, um, but as enough, as you, enough as you need to to get to your goal, if that makes sense. So that was the next one, um, furthering, doing further courses. Um, let's see. In the conditions that, that uh, must be accepted before treatment. Now, this is the – now, this is – Interesting because I just want you to understand how important how important following this protocol to the letter is, and this is why I did this call to kind of get people back into that almost into that state of paranoia that if you mess up on this protocol, um, you're wasting your time. And that doesn't mean if you're doing Dr. Simmons or you're doing ours because ours should come with the same level of strictness, um, if that's a word, but same level of caution than you than you have with 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 the original documented protocol. And the reason why I showed the condition or might have stood out to me is that the original conditions in which this, this protocol was administered was on an inpatient and outpatient basis. The inpatient was anybody who lived outside of the area, and the outpatient was only allowed to do that if they lived within the same um, neighborhood as the, where the clinic was in Italy. And the fact was they administered this protocol by giving them their meals and by giving them their daily injections and monitoring their weight and monitoring their water intake and the whole nine yards because of the fact that the perfection of it was so important to get the very best results and have it succeed. Now, the reason why I find this to be really important because I, really, I want people to understand. If you want a diet and you want to try a diet and you want to just be dieting to be a part of your life, and it's been a part of your life for 20 years, just going to diet for 20 more years, then this is probably not the best protocol for you because really this is not what it's designed to do. This is designed, and it's always been designed, and it should always be designed to correct your obesity disorder or correct the disorder in your in encephalon or your hypothalamus. That should be your goal. The goal should be for you to correct the disorder that's going on in your body that's causing all of these things that are going on, the food cravings, the insatiable appetite, the, you know, the storing of excess you know, of, of fat. I mean, all these things is a disorder that's going on in your, in your, in your body that you have an opportunity to correct. And like any other disorder that you have in your, your, your body, just like disease, it means that it's, it's, it's not functioning correctly. So the goal for any weight loss protocol, as far as I'm concerned, should be, the, should be to either cure or create the cause of what's, what's creating the problem. I mean, we as a Western society, even Western medicine has been designed to deal with things on a, on a cause and effect basis. When I finally see a symptom is when I'll give you the medication. When you finally have cancer, I'll treat it. We're not in a preventative uh, mindset. And here, this is a protocol that actually you, you can, in the future, you can actually lock in today minimizing the possibility of you having a continued obesity disorder for the rest of your life. There's no fun in losing weight and gaining it back and losing weight and gaining it back. And the reason why people do are a number of reasons, but the number one reason is that we don't deal with our, we don't actually deal with correcting disorder. So in, when you take this protocol in and when you decide that this is something you want to do, it's important, number one, you're informed. Number two, that whatever information you choose to follow, you follow it to the letter. And when you start doing things like having Diet Cokes, two or three Diet Cokes, or having, you know, 
fruits and vegetables and, and, and all kinds of things that, are, that you know you do not see in front of you in black and white unless you're following, I don't know what you're following, then just tell yourself you're wasting your time. Just tell yourself every time you take a sip of Diet Coke or you, you start eating something that's just, oh, I'll have this little piece of candy or this little piece of whatever, just tell yourself every time you're biting it that you're completely wasting your time and you wasted your money and whatever else and, um, because that's what you're doing. And there's a reason why he put this in a clinical environment. Now, i got to say that I'm grateful that, that it's become you know, not so clinical and that you can actually get a, you have access to it. But it doesn't change the integrity and the meaning behind the protocol and how, much, how careful you should be in administering this protocol and knowing exactly what you're putting in your system, knowing exactly what portions you're putting in your system, making sure that you're following it to the letter. And, um, and that's why I said put back the fear. <laughs> uh, that that came because I think the fear is what allowed Janie and I to be successful. And I think Kevin Trudeau, since he was the only one that the only access, I didn't have access to this original protocol when I came about this. And Kevin Trudeau's book, he was brilliant about making it making you terrified, as Doctor Simeon does. You know, he basically says if you do not if you eat anything that's outside the protocol, you will gain weight weight rapidly to a tune that you've never seen before. But I believe that that fear is the fear and skepticism were the two things that drove me to not deviate from this protocol the very first time around, which was the reason why I think I had great success with it. But on the other on the other hand, it was like you know what I was determined. I thought it was all BS, so I figured if I didn't if I didn't if I cheated even one day, I wouldn't be able to blame it on anybody else. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to blame it on the source. I had to blame it on myself. So, you know, only after, after I realized this thing worked is when I actually had the courage to go ahead and say, okay, well, now what if? And that's because I, I, I could look in the mirror and go, okay, well, I know it works. I can, let me just see what if. So all the what ifs that we share with you today are because of the fact that it was after we already proved to ourselves and got to a point physically that I realized that, that we did, in fact, have something that would work for the rest of our lives. Now, it would, now the goal was not to have to do it every two months for the rest of our lives. So <laughs> that was the next goal. So I just wanted to, to bring that home because anybody who's listening to this, please take this seriously. Don't Mickey Mouse around with it because it makes a big difference. How are we doing on time? Uh, let's see. Okay, good. All right, so the next um, part of the protocol that Dr. Jimmy has talked about in this pounds and inches is the game before loss that you must game before, game for losing. And, uh, you know, I think this is one is, is fascinating and it also is going to shed some light on, on, on something that a question I get a lot from people. And I don't think anybody's ever answered it before. So I think it's going to be very, very interesting, but he basically talks about the fact that if you're a person that has been a serial dieter and, um, you're, you're, you're constantly dieting all the time, and you may have dieted before you did this protocol. You dieted, you gained some weight back, you dieted, you gained some weight back. The reason for the gorging, and I give, I give a more visual analogy, but I'm going to give you the scientific analogy behind Dr. Simeon's words, was basically that, that most people, even though they had a, a great deal of abnormal fat stored away in their fat storage, in order for that, that, that maybe laying there dormant for many years and sometimes decades, the only way to kind of bring that alive and make that fat start floating around the system in order for the ACG to actually identify it, that you had to gorge. 
and that because people have dieted and, and, and gained weight and dieted and gained weight, that their body, their actual fat storage, is it was almost on a deposit only, and, and, and the, the doors weren't open for any withdrawals. And so that's why the gorging was necessary. Now, I basically give people a visual because of the way my ADD brain works. I wanted people to see what I'm talking about because it seems to help. And I said, basically, by you gorging and by you flooding the body with calories, um, you basically are forcing the body to store fat as normal, but now the ACG is following that signal of your fat and, and basically leaving a trace of evidence of wherever, you, wherever your body stores fat, so as soon as you cut your calories, it, it will draw from it. But he talks about here, that, which is kind of interesting, because this has been one of the controversies of um, what foods one should eat. Let me make sure I highlight this part correctly. Uh, let's see. Uh, bear with me, guys. It was a whole list of just yummy foods. Where was it? Okay. It says, uh, while we know that uh, the stomach, uh, people talk about after a day day of gorging that they basically say that their stomach is shrunk and that they can't eat any more food and and basically they can't take any more calories. And he says, while we know that the stomach never never shrinks, uh, we compromise with them by insisting that they eat frequently high-fat, Foods such as milk chocolate, pastries, whipped cream, cream sugar, fried meats, uh, particularly pork, eggs and bacon, mayonnaise, bread, uh, bread, and thick butter in jams, etc. Um, this time is spent uh, pressing up pressing up against the incredulous, reluctant patient is always uh, amply rewarded by seeing the same amount of weight lost. That's gained lost. So basically, he said most people have resistance to this, and I can I can testify to the fact that when I tell people that they finally give them a license to eat whatever they want, there's a huge level of resistance. I think that's just human nature. You finally you want to do what you can't, you want to eat what you can't, and when you're told what you can eat, you, you basically throw in the towel. <laughs> you basically go, oh, no, I can't do that. But there's a there's a scientific reason behind it, and he basically um, explains here in Pounds of Inches that. That the fact is that when you do that and you force your body to completely, um, uh, where your 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 decephalon gland can no longer hold back, it basically stores all this fat that the HD will find it. But what I thought was very interesting because you have some people that, and I've talked to many that they find themselves gorging and gorging and gorging, and they lose weight the first couple of days, which is the goal that you must gain weight before you lose, and they find themselves losing weight. And I thought this was extremely fascinating and a great way to explain what's going on, that most of us that have high-fat diets or, or have a high level of obesity uh, in our or, you know, fat in our body, we usually have a high-carbohydrate, you know, high low-protein diet. And so what happens when you suddenly said, okay, have your fantasy foods, and you go out and start having burgers and fries, and, and you're, eating, you're consuming all these foods, even in the dairy products that you're having and the milkshakes and the ice creams, you're all of a sudden having, you're all of a sudden putting more protein in your body than your body is used to. And what happens is with ACD in your system, you get a huge flush of urine release that all of a sudden you're going to the bathroom every five minutes and you're wondering why because your body is being flushed with all this fluid because when you have a sufficient protein diet, your body releases water. And you guys, you guys heard me talk about edema all the time. And he said, um, and he has here in big green letters, Protein-deficient diets make the body retain water. So when people find themselves gorging and eating all these foods, that the, if, you fight, if you add up all the fat, um, all the protein grams they, they've consumed in, those, in that, those two days, 
because their body is finally getting more protein than they're used to, it actually releases tons of water, which is why you're showing losses on the scale. So that's why I tell people, if you actually know you've effectively loaded and you still lost weight, then you can still move into phase two of the diet and start doing a low-calorie diet because, in fact, if you're sure that you have, that this happens. Well, this is a great explanation of why this happens. And i got to tell you that I, didn't, I wasn't able to articulate why this happened other than the fact that I knew it did. So by going through this again, I've read, I've read this thing probably 20 times, okay? By going through it again, though, I thought, wow, this really explains why it happens, because it doesn't just happen with people that are, that are heavier, you know, that are coming from the 200-plus pounds. Um, it, it doesn't matter really who you are, but if your diet is majority deficient in protein, then you're going to find that you may actually lose weight through the loading, through the loading days because you suddenly gave, gave your body the protein that it needs. Hence, you've heard me talk about that protein, protein, protein on our protocol is so important, um, and this is one of the reasons why, because it reduces water retention and water weight as you lose more weight and the fat, you actually can pee out more fat, you lose more inches. So it all makes sense. But that was kind of cool to find this in pounds and inches to have explained more why gorging is necessary, but also why some people lose weight on gorging. Because people get really freaked out and they think they have to do it over and over again. And this, this may help you understand why this happens to you, if you know you loaded correctly. Um, start, then we're going to go to starting the treatment, and then we're going to go to the diet itself, and then I'm going to um, give you some numbers, then we're going to you know, take, open the call for questions if you have any. Uh, There's a lot of information. I've got to tell you that. My brain is tweaked from going through all this stuff today. Um, let's see. Actually, no, that, that was about, uh, about the, the tie on to the menstruation. So let me just talk about the diet itself. So all you guys know that you've heard – about is that ATG and a 500-calorie diet, ATG and a 500-calorie diet. Some of the biggest controversy around this protocol is because of the 500-calorie diet. That 500 calories is an unhealthy calorie caloric intake on anybody's level, on any normal circumstance, and that bottom line, it's just dangerous if it, if it were not for this ATG. Now, there's double-blind studies and people have theories and, and everyone, anyone that has a negative thing to say about the ATG diet says that basically anybody would lose weight on a 500-calorie diet, and I always say that until you try that, that, that avenue and see how well that goes for you, and that most, most people won't. But in Dr. Simeon's protocol, he says that basically by the, that no one should try to implement this protocol without ATG in the system because within three days they will find um, it very difficult to do so and, and even physically, um, physically, in, almost physically impossible to do. Uh, now there are always exceptions to the rule, but he also talked about people that are that are sharing their you know their success on the diet and they're being deceptive or not being completely honest, however you want to look at it, and they're telling their friends they're on this you know they're on this 500 calorie diet and they're not talking about the ATG because they're embarrassed or they want to, they don't want to share their trade secret, and they're and he talks about it literally in this pounds and inches how they let their you know well-meaning friends start to try to do the diet and they come back two three days later go i don't know how you do it and they basically you know they basically take away the accolades of being a person that has iron will and willpower because they're able to maintain this 500 calorie diet for, for such a long period of time because they're unbeknownst to their friends that they don't know they're on on acg without acg in your system doing this 500 calorie diet would be extremely difficult if not that's definitely dangerous to your to your to your body. Now, I want to go through the exact original protocol, how it was designed, um, and it's important because of the fact that um, if it deviates from anything else that you've read, 
Um, and even if you, even if you've read our book and, you, and you've seen our protocol, I think we explain why we do what we do enough times. You'll know this why there's a difference. But I want you to know what the original one is. So in case you think you're following the original document protocol, you'll know for a fact that you are or not. Because I have some people that that say they're following Dr. Simeon's protocol, they got the information online someplace, it's someone else's reinterpretation of Dr. Simeon's protocol, and they're wondering why they're having trouble. So I want you to, if you're one of these people listening that you have have in the past or are following Dr. Simeon's protocol, at least you'll hear right from his lips through me what, the, what this is all about. So breakfast, tea or coffee, any quantity, without sugar, only one tablespoonful of milk is allowed in a 24-hour period. Period. Uh, saccharin or stevia may be used. Um, now we don't use saccharin hardly anymore, guys. So that tells you how old this is. But that's the breakfast, lunch. So now you know that really, realistically, in the original one, there's just there is no breakfast. Okay. So if you find yourself eating breakfast um, and you're not following AC Body for Life and the post-workout stuff, you just find yourself eating breakfast. Um, you're already stepping one foot in the wrong direction, <laughs> just so you got that, right? Then it goes to 100 grams of veal, chicken, breast, fresh white fish, lobster, crab, or shrimp. Um, all visible fat must be carefully removed before cooking, and meat must be weighed raw. It must be, uh, be boiled or grilled without any, without any additional fat. Salmon, eel, tuna, herring, dried or pickled fish are not allowed. Uh, the, th- uh, the chicken breast must be removed from the bird, okay? So not cooking a whole chicken and then trying to measure out some chicken breast doesn't work. If you go into Whole Foods or Vons or one of the markets near you and you're cooking and you're getting a big old seasoned chicken breast or a chicken, whole chicken, you're bringing it home and trying to cut out some meat, um, just, that doesn't work. And plus you don't know what they cooked it with either. So hence, if you're having problems on your protocol, you may understand why. Um, one type of vegetable only to be cho- chosen from the following, spinach, chard, chicory, beet greens, green salad, tomatoes, celery, fennel, onions, red radishes, cucumbers, asparagus, and cabbage. Okay? And we'll come back to that one. I know you guys are up in arms. Oh, you told me I can mix vegetables. We'll talk about that. One breadstick, Rossini breadstick, or one Melba toast, an apple, a handful of strawberries, and one half Grapefruit, no oranges. And I even tell you, my, I think in my original book, original e-book, I had oranges. I remember seeing it repeatedly on on uh, on the on the web, and I think someone tried to school me again. And I think that I put it on there. I actually tried the oranges myself physically on on a, on a test protocol, and it stopped my freaking weight loss dead in its tracks. At that point, I just said people do not use oranges. And I have some people say that they have, the original, they have a copy of my original ebook, and it still has an orange on there. And every time I hear it, I say, no, take it off, take it off. But that is the basic menu, okay, basic menu. Now, um, also, after that, it says coffee, tea, uh, and uh, the coffee could be of any quantity. It says the, uh, coffee, tea, plain water, or mineral water are the only drinks allowed, Nothing else. No Crystal Light, no Diet Coke, no Diet Water. That's it. Um, uh, In fact, patients should drink about two liters of these fluids a day. Many patients are afraid to drink too much water because they're in fear that it may make them retain water. This is a wrong notion as the body is more inclined to store water when an intake, uh, intake falls below 
the normal requirements. That's what we talk about, drink water, drink water, drink water, because your body will hold on to water if you don't. Just I tell you, what I call this is a relationship with your body. Whenever your body trusts you, it will, it will do more of what you want it to do. So when it trusts the fact that you're going to give it enough fluid, it will release fluid. When it trusts you're going to give it enough food, it will release food and it will release fat. And, and if, you're, if you're not in integrity with your own body, you're going to have a problem with this protocol. So every time you have a problem, look to see if you're in integrity with the, with, with the, with the protocol and with yourself. Um, and I will go on. But let me, before I go on to the next segment of this, I want to recap. Now, um, we're, well, you know, I'm not. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. Um, no medicines or cosmetics other than lipstick, eyebrow pencils, powders may be used without special permission. Um, reason being that the chemicals in these in these substances can cause uh, changes can can alter your weight loss. Um, let's see, the hundred grams the hundred grams of meat must be uh, scrupulously weighed raw after all visible fat has been removed. Um, he also highlights here that um, in instances of American beef has also has almost a double double the caloric value than South, than South Italian beef, which is not marbleized with fat. This marbling is almost impossible to remove. So we talk about that the beef quality already back 50 years ago, that the beef quality here versus the, the lean, beef, beef, lean meats were available in other parts of Europe were different. There are, that, that means not only did ours way more, it had more calorie intake. Hence, you've heard me talk about the quality of our foods and, and it's interesting to see that it was that was one thing he noted the beef was not comparable or the same than it was in Europe so let me see what else sticks out to my mind here let's see um, oh this is another great one the whole daily ratio of two breadsticks and two fruits may not be eaten at the same time nor can any of any items be saved from the previous day to the next to the following day. Also noted that eating two small apples that may weigh the same as one large apple still does not fit within the protocol because, and I'm ad living here because those that there's still a double the caloric intake, even though the app the two apples weigh the same as one big one. Um, people have asked that question. Well, it's just a small apple. Can I have four of them? I mean, now this question has been answered. Um, so this is very interesting. So let me go back and recap some of the things here that, that we noticed. And, and then maybe you'll understand why my eyes, in a few minutes you'll understand why my eyes, how I looked at this whole protocol differently from the very first thing I started with, with the, with the fact that you got a normal natural intake uptick in your hormone levels and why that was important to me and what made me think, oh, maybe I should exercise, maybe I should get some benefit from that, to as little as following this, this particular diet plan. So um, 100 grams veal, chicken, breast, um, fish, lobster, crab, or shrimp. Now, nothing here we've changed in our protocol. We kept all the protein sources the same. Didn't add any in there because we felt these were all, this it's made sense. Now, what we did change were a couple things. We did add um, a few different vegetables um, that we also tested to see if they actually did render weight loss, either didn't hinder the weight loss or actually increase weight loss, um, which was only a few. Um, but we, and we also mixed the vegetables, and this was due trial and error. And my thing was, how do I, how do I sustain this diet? I mean, after a few weeks, you kind of get tired of eating the same stuff over and over again. So, you know, variety, my goal was, how do I get people 
to get same same or better results and keep them dieting for longer periods of time and not quit. And that's basically by making the varieties. Um, so we added some vegetables, and we also mixed the vegetables. Now, later in, later in Kevin Trudeau's book, he added the coconut oil, um, which was supposed to be in phase three. We ordered in phase two to have to actually prepare these vegetables and realize that flavor, good healthy fats, exercise equals better results. Okay, but this is the original protocol. Um, the breadsticks, we kicked the breadsticks out because if you look at it, the reason a lot of people, a lot of people, and you may be one of them on this phone right now or the one that people listen to it, don't realize that putting two carbs together can cause a problem. That means you think it's, well, that's not a bad combination. I'll have some sliced apples and a breadstick. That's not what's the big deal. That's just their snacks. Well, guess what? That snack could be causing a problem because two carbs. You got two carbs put together in the same same protocol. Maybe a problem. So think that if the light goes off in you that this is something you're doing or have done, then this may help you shift things up a little bit. Um, I thought that was extremely important information to bring out. And that's why I think breaking down this protocol is hugely important because even you know, I still learn something every day. Um, if I knew it, I forgot it, and I'm still remembering it, and this may be important information that helped me with, with a client tomorrow. Um, so the makeup of calories. So um, basically the, uh, you know, the, the 500 calories, this diet is supposed to consist of 500 calories. The reason why he chose 500 calories because 500 calories was, the, was right below the threshold um, right above the threshold of starvation, so your body be forced to click over and burn your stored fat reserve as fuel, and that was kind of the 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 magic, the combination of the ACG releasing the fat stores into the system for the first time, finally getting the vault opened and have those fat cells floating around the bloodstream, and then having this this very restricted diet, VLCD, very low calorie diet in the body, as long as you maintained right above the starvation mode, that mechanism, that, that little light switch, would constantly be on, which would keep you from, keep, would force your body to burn your abnormal fat. If that light switch got shut down, which is a couple ways you can do that, then your body's going to switch over and go, uh-oh, you're starving me. Once again, once again, that relationship with yourself and your body, that integrity, and it's a defense, it's a natural defense mechanism if you hold the body, if you withhold water or food, from the human body, it will lose weight for a while, but then it will shut down and hold on to, and store store everything and hold on to your stored fat reserve because it thinks that you're trying to kill it off. And that's that's basically, you've read it, you've seen it, that's what shut down your metabolism is all about. One other reason why this protocol works so well, and the reason why you mean, because after you're fasting for 12 hours, basically after you've eaten at you know, 8, 9 o'clock at the last meal, 8, 30, 9 o'clock at the latest, and then you wake up in the morning, you don't have breakfast, and you don't have you have your first snack around 10:30. It's been basically a 12, 13 hour fast. Your body once again, because of the fat being released, it's actually forcing your body to burn the fat throughout the night. Then when you finally start introducing food to your into your system, if you think about it, this is the reason why this is so brilliant, and people don't put it together. Is if you think about the leanest people in the world, athletes, athletes eat every two to three hours, never go more than four hours without eating a protein, a carb, and and maybe a little little uh, high glycemic starch if it's post post or pre workout. But most always will have a a, a a protein and a carb, fruit and vegetable, or a pro, protein and a vegetable, protein and fruit. 
and eat every couple hours, which keeps your metabolism on turbocharge. This protocol is designed that you're getting your flush fat, your fat's flushing your body full of calories to burn. Then you're eating your snack. Then two hours and two and a half hours later, three hours max, you're eating your your lunch, and then you're eating your snack two and a half, three hours later, then you're eating your dinner, and then you have your midnight, your, your late night snack before bedtime, or I mean not before bedtime, before 8.30, 9 o'clock at night, and then your back storage take over for the rest of the night. Think about it. You're eating, you're eating the right food combinations, the right portions, and you're keeping your metabolism on turbocharge. Hence, you're burning through 3,500 calories or more per day, which, which gives you, which delivers that one pound a day loss. Pure science, pure math. Okay, 3,500. You need to burn 3,500 calories of fat to, to lose one pound. 3,500 calories to lose one pound of fat. So if you're successful in burning that with 3,500 calories, you'll lose a pound a day. If you're successful in losing more of that, then you can move, maybe possibly lose more than a pound a day. And we've seen people do it, obviously, two, three pounds a day, okay? So now let me break down something here that, that the light went off in me and was the reason why we started experimenting and started making some changes to the protocol. And maybe you'll understand why I did And then I'm going to do some math for you, and you're going to realize that what I really did was just do what – the original protocol was supposed to do in the first place, and that's pretty pretty interesting. So here's the deal. So if you take Dr. Simeon's required diet protocol, 100 grams of protein twice, right, twice a day, and then you're going to have um, you're going to have a vegetable twice a day, and you're going to have a fruit twice a day, and then the, the breadstick. I didn't throw that breadstick in, but here's Here's some interesting statistics. So let's choose a couple of different combinations. I say I'm going to have a chicken breast, and I'm going to have flounder and um, asparagus for lunch. I would have had my first snack, my apple, based on the original protocol here. I'm talking about simian protocol. I would have my apple as my snack at, say, 1030. I'd have my lunch at, say, 2 o'clock. I mean, I mean sorry, 1030 and 11, 12, 1 o'clock, um, and then have my next snack at um, – at 3.30, then my, other, my dinner, okay? And then we'll tell you how we change it. All right, so if I, if I took a flounder, three and a half ounces of flounder, which is equal to 100 grams, is 90 calories. And you don't have to do the math unless you've got a calculator, but I'll tell you what it is. It's 90 calories, right? And then I'm going to have uh, three and a half ounces of asparagus, which is 20 calories, okay? That was my, my, um, my lunch, my, my first snack was an apple, which was 72 calories. So I had started off with 72 calories, and I added in 90 calories for my flounder and another 20 calories for my asparagus. Then I skip over to my second snack of the day, and I have, say, a handful of strawberries, which is another 72 calories. And then for my, my dinner, I decided I'm going to have a three-and-a-half-ounce chicken breast, which is 87 calories, and I'm going to have some broccoli, three-and-a-half ounces of broccoli, which is 34 calories. I'm not counting the breadstick, and I, I, I say I even need a breadstick because say it's, you know, I don't know, 50 calories for the breadstick. But uh, basically that comes out to 375 calories based on the actual number of calories that are in the portions that are described on this original protocol is 375 calories. If you add in the, say you add in the breadsticks, it's, it's 475 calories. You're still under 500 calories a day. And so when you find people that say, I'm following this this protocols, and that's being completely sedentary, doing no exercising, just getting up and walking to your office door and coming back to your car and what have you, that you're already starting under 500 calories given the original protocol in today's 
caloric intake when it comes to our portions. And this is one of the things that, that, that came to me. People were having problems. They swear they were following. I even saw their sheet. They were following it to the letter. Why the heck were they losing any weight? And I had to figure out, so, well, why doesn't make any sense? Let's figure it out. So in our experiments, Jane and I said, okay, well, let's, we want to work out. So we know we need extra protein. But then I started doing the math. I started saying, okay, well, if we want to get to 500 minimum, let's find out what is the right amount of calories. How can I get to 150 calories of each protein that's available on this diet. So, you know, I wanted to have 150 calories of cod and crab meat and haddock and halibut and lobster and red snapper and shrimp and tilapia and, and beef, okay? Beef was the only thing that actually came out to be 150 calories at three and a half ounces, and that was the marbleized beef. And if, you, if you're better off to get bison, you probably got a real solid, <laughs> solid uh, four ounces, right? So in essence, every other protein other than beef on this protocol was sufficiently under the minimum requirements in order to add up to 500. So when we started going, okay, well, let's try and adjust our, our portions to where they came out to 50 calories, then we started seeing where chicken breast was not 3.5 ounces, it was 4.8 ounces. You know, flounder was not 3.5 ounces, it was 6 ounces or 5.8 ounces. You know, scallops were now not 3.5 ounces, they were 6.2 ounces because that, that was the right amount of protein in order to keep the body functioning right above the starvation mode. And that's why people started getting better results because they were not going into, they were not falling into the starvation mode. This is not Dr. Simeon's error. This is just, this just the, the degradation of our food quality over, over the last few years. And the only thing that he, he made mention to that he had concern was, was Western beef versus European beef. But it seemed like where the real calculation error went was that, you know what, guess what? If the beef is deg- if the beef was already messed up 50 years ago, then what makes you think that all the other protein choices would not be as messed up, if not worse, over the years? So as you can see, this to me was very fascinating. I was okay, well, that to me makes sense. So this is how Jane and I kind of looked at making the changes to the, to the protocol. Why? Because of the fact that when I increased my protein intake, that it actually showed that my body was responding better. I was actually able to build muscle because without protein, it doesn't matter where you're getting that protein, without a sufficient protein, almost to the point where, which ideally this protocol was designed to have 100 grams, uh, a gram of protein per body pound, and even, and even higher sometimes, that but you, if you drop below that, it's very difficult for your body to sustain muscle as well as build muscle. So... This is the first half of Dr. Simeon's protocol. I'm going to stop here. It could be at about 30 minutes of open calls, and hopefully there's some this, this sparks conversation because, really, this is a brilliant protocol. I think that the changes that have been made, uh, a lot of the changes have been made, even by other people that make sense, but, and, you know, but I really, really, really realized by, by how we looked at this thing and, and kind of give you an idea behind the scenes what we were thinking about when we made the changes because of the fact that, what originally was supposed to sought out to be a 500-calorie diet and, and keeping the body just above the starvation mode really kind of, with one slight error, flipped the switch the other way. And it didn't happen to everybody, but there was a great deal. Of, there was, if, 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 put it this way, if the success rate was 100% and it started going to, and people were following the protocol, and it started going to 60 or, let's say, 80%. Let's say it still was high, but it was 80%. That's 20% of the people that still still would walk away thinking that the last opportunity they had to lose weight didn't work for them. So at least with this information, and if you're sitting in a situation where you're doing this protocol and you're having some challenges, at least you'll be able to look 
And if you know it's not you and dietary errors, at least you can look and go, okay, what am I doing? What can I possibly be doing wrong? And where does that lie? Let me figure out, you know, if I'm getting enough protein, if I'm getting enough water, if I am following the original protocol or the revised protocol. And like I said, I don't care which one you follow. Just make sure you follow it to the letter. And if you, if you run into problems, think outside of the box or look for help. And that's kind of what, the, what this conversation is all about. So next call or next week, hopefully, and the reason why I say next week, because sometimes I don't do the call every week, uh, depending on my on my schedule and speaking schedule and have you, but uh, assume it's next week. We're going to talk about um, the fluctuations in weight loss. We're going to talk about um, interruptions in weight loss, plateauing, um, you know, how you, people, women have uh, difficulty in menstruation and having difficulty with weight loss and during that cycle and what you should do about it, um, water consumption, and then we're going to talk about uh, also, uh, I love this section, liars and fools, because this fits, a lot of us fit in this situation where we kind of trick ourselves into believing that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, and then we're going to talk about really what the, what the, what the um, original pounds and inches said you, you were supposed to lose on this protocol as far as daily weight, because, and the reason why I find that to be important, and I will hold it off till next week, is simply just to segue into it, is that a lot of people... Um, come to the table dissatisfied after losing more weight than they've ever lost in their life on any diet or weight loss system because of the hype or because of the misinformation or because they don't realize the combination of things that create certain results that they go, well, I'm not losing the weight like they said, therefore this doesn't seem to work. And I, I don't know if the mindset doesn't make any sense, but I, I, if you're losing a half a pound a day, as far as I'm concerned, and it's consistent and you know you can get to your goal, and you've heard me talk about this last week, then you should be a godsend. I believe in, I believe in um, gratitude versus gripe. But also the fact that the numbers have been misconstrued, and it's also advertising, it's also hype, and it's also a combination of things. I mean, I am I am guilty too of saying you can lose up to three pounds a day, but I also demand a lot more from people than what this original protocol stated. I mean, and 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 we're going we're coming at it with a different approach, which a combination of the things that we're talking about can exact can actually render those type of results. Are they for everyone? No, and I, we realize that even our protocol is not not for everyone. I, I talk to people like, look, I don't want to work out. I'm sorry. I'm not a big fan of exercise. I really don't want to do it, and I kind of just want to just lose weight and, and said I can do it without exercise. Now, you know, I say, God bless you. This will work for you one way or the other. Ultimately, it all depends what you want your end result to be. And I, I do say, I do, you know, our protocol does cater more towards the people that want to look youthful, uh, uh, lean and, and, and muscular and, and, and just kind of really, really strong and healthy. And I don't, I don't begrudge anybody that doesn't want that. That's not the look that everyone wants to have. It happens to be the look that I want to have and, and that my wife wants to have. But I, like I said, I'm not going quietly into that good night. I want to age. I want to age with dignity. I want to feel good. I want to enjoy my life. I want to have an active sex life. I want to have. I want to be able to travel and not be creaking and aching and having kind of problems. And I don't want to go out like my parents did. I don't want to go out with a pot belly and ailment taking up. 50 pills a day, taking insulin injections, feeling lousy, looking gray, you know, having heart attacks. I mean, that's no way. To me, that's not a quality of life. And so if I can prevent it for myself, for my family, and for anyone that I come in contact with, at least give you an option or a choice that I'm making my time on the planet worthwhile. And that's what it's really all about. So I hope this uh, sparks conversation um, based on what you heard today. We will kind of segue in the next 
next portion of the protocol. Hopefully I can finish it in the next call. There is a lot of information that I have not talked about, guys, which is which is really important. I think you read this because it talks about, you know, different ailments and, and if you have if you have me one of those people or you have someone you love that has, you know, this laundry list of ailments that this protocol actually addresses, um and I wish I could just pull it up real quick, but I mean it's it just I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And that's what I call about sharing the love. I mean, when you know that you have, you know, you know, diabetes, uh, rheumatism, cholesterol issues, gout, blood pressure, uh, septic ulcers, um, psoriasis, or uh, other fingernails and various uh, ulcers and funguses, um, you know, these are – these are things that people suffer from every day, and they don't know how they can get rid of it, and they're taking pills and drugs to, to, to fix those symptoms that cause more symptoms. So just want to let you know that uh, this, this diet does more than shape, reshape your body and your, and your weight and your waistline. Uh, it does a lot for your health and may help you live a lot healthier, longer life. So um, let's go ahead and you guys know the drill. I'm going to open the lines. Two people have their hands up, which may be accidental at this point, but um, we'll just see. But uh, you press one on your phone and put your hand up if you have a question or comment regarding the, the content of the show. Um, I'd like to have questions or comments regarding the content first, and then if you guys want to talk about other things, you know, that's later. But this really is about... Uh, giving you guys as much education about what Dr. Simeon's really put down as, in his manuscript. And if you think I've mis, misrepresented any of this, feel free to print it out and read it for yourself. It's like 30 pages of, of I think, um, mind-blowing content. It is a little difficult and challenging to read. It's a little, little medical heavy, but it's worth, it's worth it to understand why this will work for you. So the first caller, um, your number is 360-608. You're on the air. <laughs> Three six zero six zero eight. Hands been up since day one, so it may be an accident. Okay, well, press one on your phone. I'll put your hand down if you're the caller. Three six zero six zero eight. Let me go on to the next one. Uh, close. Three one seven six nine six. You're on the air. These people. Can you guys hear me? You guys know your number. Three one seven six nine six. I'm here, but I didn't have a question. Okay, press press one on your phone, and that'll put your that'll put your hand down, so we know that we come back. We won't we won't have to because the numbers the the hands change on my screen. So if you keep your hand up, I'm not I can't remember the number. So press one again, uh, ma'am, on your phone. That'll put your hand down. Okay, now someone else just put their hand down. That was up, or maybe it just moved. Oh no. Okay, um, nine five four five eight eight. You're on the air. Yes. Hello, sir. Um. I don't have that much weight to lose. I have about 20 pounds to lose, and I lost um, three and a half pounds on my first official day on phase two. If okay. I get to my goal weight, let's say in like um, you know two weeks, do I continue taking the HCG or do I stop right there and just go right into phase three? Great question. Great question. As you heard me mention, that the minimum course of treatment on this protocol is 23 days or 20. You know, so bottom line is that if you're someone who has that 20 pounds or less to lose and you are, you're successful and you reach your goal ahead of time, you still need to finish out the 23, minimum 23 injections. So what you need to do then, because technically, and, and I want to preface this, what you think you have to lose and what you actual have and, and stored fat may be a different number on your scale, uh, period. So the only way to know if you really have exhausted all your abnormal fat stores is that you'll be symptomatic of being hungry, 
uh, fatigued. I mean, insatiable hunger. That means 500 calories ain't cutting it. No matter with HCG or not in your system, you're just hungry, um, which is a clear indication that you've exhausted your fat stores. That means you still need to increase your calories to 800 to 1,000 calories a day and finish out the last few days of your, of your protocol and then move into phase three. In order for you to get the benefit of this protocol and, and relieving the pressure off your decephalon gland, you need to go at least 20 to 23-day uh, injections, okay? Okay, thank you. Yeah, great question, by the way. That was a great question. Um, let's see. Let me close. Oops, close this one. Okay. Anyway, anywhere let me scroll down. I got a lot of people on the call. No one. You guys have no more questions here. The other people put their hand down. Um, and she just put her hand down. Great. Wow. Crazy. Either I was real thorough, or you guys are real thought, real shy. I wanted to, wanted to. Now, if you don't have any questions about what we discussed, do you have any in general? Uh, here we go. Someone else popped up here. There we go. In general stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, two four eight six seven zero. You're on the air. Hey, Colin. It's Holly. How are you? Hey, Holly. How you doing? Good. I wanted to know um, where can I order Hootia from? Where can you order Hootia from? Uh, you can yeah. get it online. You can get it at Amazon. You can get it at, at uh, health food stores. It all depends on what form you want it in. I mean, they have Hootia gum, Hootia pills, Hootia um, liquid. I mean, it's pretty much. Well, okay. uh, I'm sorry. I feel, I feel like a lot of it isn't real. That's kind of what I'm running into. I, I just wanted to know if you know of anybody, like a website that has like pure huya with no other ingredients. I can't say that I do. I can't say that I do. Okay. But now that you mentioned that, I will I will find one. And then it reminds me of something too I gotta mention. But all right, cool. Um I will I will check it check into that. Because I know that Walmart has like a, a Hootia gum, um, which is what I've used once in the in the in the past. But um pure Hootia, I'll find it though. I'll find it and I'll post it on my uh I'll post it on my website or I'll let people know on the next call. About Julia. Okay. All right, Holly. Thank you. Um, let's see. Next caller, two one zero three six four. You're on there. Hi, Colin. This is Charlanda. I'm calling from Dallas, Texas. Hey, Charlanda. How are you? Hi. Fine. Thank you. I just want to say thank you so much because I found you when I started back in April on the internet, and you have been such a blessing to help me get through this. <laughs> well, thank but thank also- you. I also wanted to ask you, because I know for one of the questions that the lady asked about the 20 pounds, have you found, and I don't know if you've mentioned this before, have you also found that, for example, 20 pounds on HCG is not like a regular 20 pounds that you lose just from doing conventional things? Because even when I lost my first 15, 20 pounds, it felt like from my clothing that it was like 30 pounds because the way my body shaped, you know, it was a lot different. Mm-hmm. And I'm not an exerciser and yeah. stuff, but I didn't know if that was just typical on HCG. Absolutely. Great question. Great question. Um, absolutely. 20 pounds on, H- on HCG is not 20 pounds you lose on any other conventional diet because your body is actually, when you tap into your abnormal fat stores, you, everyone carries abnormal fat almost all over their body. Now, some people you'll notice that they have dis- disproportionate fat stores where you'll find people that have narrow waist, narrow hips, you know, you know, small breasts, and then they have a really big lower part, big thighs, big behind, um, you know, and they kind of go, well, the, the fat's in, the, in different places. Yes, your body, it actually goes after the stored fat from all over your body, and you shrink evenly 
um, which is which kind of makes you, makes you lose the pounds and inches in a way that your clothes fit completely different. Um, a lot of conventional diets, your body will actually target where you have the highest the highest level of fat, but still leave you fat in other places under your arms and, and your back, and you may lose your belly fat or something behind or your hips. But you still you still can't fit into your clothes the same way. So absolutely, it makes a huge difference. That I'd say 20 pounds on ACG is closer to 30 pounds total um, because of the fact that you're losing it evenly and you're losing it from all over the body at the same time, and that's what makes the reshaping process uh, much different than a conventional diet. So absolutely, that was a great question. Definitely, thank you. Thank you. All right, we have uh, eight four three um, four six seven. You're on the air. Uh, yeah, can you hear me? Yes. Um, yes, this question is for me and a few other people I know who has been on the um, protocol, who kind of knows it. But um, my question is for someone like me and a couple of my other friends who have been on the Rx and we kind of like, like you call it, we just wasted our time, wasted our money. Me personally and another friend of mine have done the ACG maybe for about a month, maybe a month and a half. You know, we're, like, cheating every day, so we both just decided that we're going to quit um, for a few days, let the ACG go out of our system and, you know, get our mind right to do it actually like it, has, you know, as it is written. My question is if we wasted about a month's worth of um, RX ACG and we want to go back on um, for about two months or something like that, um, is it okay to do that or do we need to wait because we wasted about a month and a half of doing uh, basically just taking and doing question. nothing? That's a great question. I, I, I want to say, did you gain weight during that period of time? <laughs> um, I mean, me personally, real... no, I, I didn't. It's uh, it's like when I cheated, um, I guess because the ACD is in my system, I only ate maybe like once a day, so I've been the same weight uh, for like the right. for a whole month. Yeah. I went up maybe two, went down two, that's it. All right, great. Great question, though. Um, you know, when you the, the kind of answer to that question is kind of a tricky one because of the fact that if you are – on and off the ACG, but you, it has not, I mean, have you been off of it for a period of time now, or are you still kind of taking it and cheating, taking it and cheating? Um, I took it, and I loaded, well, I call it loading, for like a week, I know, and I uh, did it for like, I did it two days straight uh, without mm-hmm. cheating, I lost like six or seven pounds, and then I did mm-hmm. cheat for like two weeks, but um, I wanted to kind of keep it in my system because it did keep me from being hungry, and then I stopped for like a week, and then maybe last week, I started back, and then I was like, okay, I'm cheating again, so I'm just going to wait. And I was supposed to I'm actually load this weekend. I'm really, you know, okay. for the holidays. So okay. it's like now my mind is definitely into it, but I want to know because I've done it for so long without, you know, you know, doing a proper yeah. protocol, yeah, yeah. will I become yeah. immune? Well, or, you know, can the, I still do the, it? Well, the beauty of the issue is we won't know that until you actually do the protocol. But the thing is that yeah. if, you have, if you have not been off of ACG for, um, for more than eight days, so let's say ten days more straight without being, having ACG in your system, then really it's about just dialing in your diet and really going, going, to the, going to the original protocol or following the protocol, whichever one you choose to follow, but mm-hmm. following it and, and, and having the low-calorie diet. And what may happen, in which people, in which people kind, of, they kind of freak out, you, you don't have to keep loading again if, you have not, if it has not been out of your system for more than, let's say, eight, ten days, more than ten days straight. So oh, okay. there's no need to load again. You just need to go on to the low-calorie diet now and just eat clean. Now, what will happen is that you may not lose weight for the first two, three days. Because people don't realize every time you cheat, you lock up the system for three or four days. Every time you cheat, you lock it up for three or four days. So the bottom line is that 
you, it may take three or four days for your body to go, okay, well, now they're getting this consistent food. Um, it's not being spiked, and now then your body will start losing weight. You just need to be consistent, and you'll notice the weight loss coming off. But I think before you actually do anything, I think you really need to find out what's going on that's causing you guys to cheat. And if you said you have a group of your friends that are, you're all kind of cheating, doing the same thing. Well, some, really, some of them, yeah. I mean, I really, you got to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, I guess because we we all know that, you know, it works and we know that if we stay to it that we'll lose. It's kind of, you know, like you said in one of your YouTube videos, like once you know yeah. something works, you kind of right. just don't do it as much because you know it's going to work. I think that's yeah, the kind time, of mindset yeah. that we have. But what you're doing right now, using ACG as an appetite suppressant, is a huge big mistake. Okay, you're talking about yeah. this is a hormone. Okay, this is a hormone in your body that is designed to be there for a temporary period of time for you to do what it needs to do. This is not mm-hmm. something you should be taking every single day, especially being a female, because of the fact not only is it it's approved of the FDA to being a fertility drug. I mean, you're actually you're actually having this in your if you're Mickey Mousing around and not doing the protocol, then get off the ACG and go get some. Um, some appetite suppressants or something because yeah. you don't want to be using you don't want to be using this as an appetite suppressant. Um, right. I would say first write down why you're doing this protocol, where you want to go. Make sure you're 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 actually tuned in emotionally and mentally because what's going on with you is not diet related. It's emotionally related, and you need to figure yeah, out that, what right. what's triggering you guys to to you know go off. And I would, I would probably even not set yourself. I'd probably wait until after Thanksgiving before I even tried another protocol because you're now, you're now starting. You're right smack going into the most, you know, the most dangerous part of the entire year. And the fact mm-hmm. that you've already had a history of cheating so much to to walk two days, two and a half weeks away from Thanksgiving and expect you're going to survive it without going off the off the binge is probably probably not the best choice. So I would basically okay. say, you know what, stop the ACG, get it out of your system. Enjoy your use Thanksgiving as your load days, and mm-hmm. take it through take it through Christmas and get the results you want. I wouldn't even start okay. right now. Okay? okay, great question though. I appreciate the honesty. Thank you. All right. Um, all right. Let's see. Next caller. Let's see. Okay. Um, four zero seven two two seven. You're on the air. Yes. Hi, Colin. Hi. Yeah, I have a question about a couple of protein sources, and I and I think yeah. I might know the answer, but I just want to make sure. Um, okay. Mahi is definitely not on the list, right? Right. Okay, I just yes, wonder because I found some, I found some. It was like ninety nine percent fat free. It was wild caught, and I thought, well, that's weird because I, I don't see it on the list. Well, cod actually, you know what the cod is? So is Mahi 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 is not the tuna. It's the cod, right? Is Mahi a cod? No, I don't. Well, it might be. Okay. I don't. I don't really know. They call it dolphin, yeah, but I don't think it's actually dolphin. No, that's yeah. So yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a dolphin. So that's why I thought it's a tuna. So you know, it's too fatty. That's why it's not on there. Gotcha. I think you said okay. something about cod. Yeah, yeah, cod is on there. So yeah, mahi is uh yeah, because mahi mahi is like a ahi ahi or mahi mahi is not like a tuna, a swordfish or or so dolphin or something. Yeah. Right. So that's right. yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. What, the and then the thing? other thing I found um was um Jenny O makes a turkey tenderloin and it, it says it's um, 100 calories for 4 ounces and the fat's real low on it and I read the ingredients, there was no sugar or anything added to it. Is that something you're familiar with? Turkey tenderloin. I, well, this is this is my my first my my alarm goes up and this is where people have to really be careful. Okay. Anything that's in a package, anything that has to okay. be packaged in order for it to, to actually be preserved is where the problem lies. It may not okay. have any sugar. It may not have any sugar or any anything else. But would have had it may. But what normally you look at it has um, 
nitrates. It has things that they need in order to put in the liquid and the sodium intake, put in the sodium in it to, in order to preserve it long enough for you to eat it. That's the thing that's going to cause you a problem. It's not the turkey tenderloin itself. It's the packing. Yeah. Whenever you put anything, whenever anything is put in plastic, um, and that's not just frozen in plastic, but put in plastic with a liquid to preserve it, you're going to have a problem. Yeah. I got That's you. why fresh, okay. fresh foods, fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, fresh meats, um, and even fresh frozen is still good, but not packaged. Okay. I appreciate that. I just wanted no, to be, be sure. So. Great questions. You guys are awesome, man. You guys are knocking them out of the park. Great questions. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Who am I missing? Anybody? You guys um, can't tell. You don't put your hand down. Um, 407, put your hand down now. So I have an, okay, now 210-364. Have we talked already? Yes, we have. Okay, can you do me a favor? Put your hand down for me, please. Okay. Touch one again. Thank you. Um, let's see. And then 843-467. Have we talked already, too? Uh, yeah, we did. Okay, so you guys put your hand down for me, please. Um, press one, and then put your hand down again. Um, I'm scrolling down. Looks like looks like that's it. Anybody anybody else have any great questions? We got about seven minutes left. Looks like not the same number two one zero three six four. Okay, um, like I said, I you know I'm glad that this came to me to do this show. Um, because I really think that um, Dr. Simeon's I, – I never want anybody to think that I'm bagging on Dr. Simeon's protocol. I have the highest highest level of respect for, for what he's put together. I think it saved my life, anything, and, and, and even Kevin Trudeau by helping bring it to the forefront, um, and I'm very grateful. And I wanted you to kind of get an idea, and you'll get more of an idea of some of the things that we changed in the protocol and why in our next call. But I also wanted to get it right, get give you an idea that you, that I just didn't buy buy out of just whim. Decide I was going to go ahead and switch things up to be unique. I li- we literally did what we did because we really wanted people. They were struggling with the original protocol that it, that it was for some reason not working for them to have an alternative. And for those who wanted to ask to be athletic or who, who either were athletic or wanted athletic results in order to. Um, be able to still implement the protocol. And I think we've done a really great job of that. But I, I always let you know that I tell everyone to read this protocol. And if I was anywhere concerned about about it in any way as far as it not being the best source of information about this particular protocol, why it works, um, what you can and cannot do, and and if, and if I'm not backing up what we can't, any changes, then I, I think that this is definitely the Bible of ACG, of ACG diet protocol. And I wanted to make sure that you guys knew that this resource has always been available. Uh, and if you're on my newsletter, I always send it to you as an attachment. And I do that because I really hope that you'll take the time to read it. And that's why I sent you an email saying, did you read it? Because of the fact that people think, oh, it's just too much work. I don't really want it. I'm thinking right now, if you're looking to change your life and you're looking to utilize this protocol, don't get caught up in the hype and the, all the, you know, the testimonials and the, this, that, and the other thing. You know what? It only is as good as as the person who is implementing the protocol, and if you are taking you know inaccurate information and putting it in, and putting it together with this protocol, you're going to get different results. And if you notice, if your friend gets away with cheating on something, just let you know. The more weight people have, and the more active their lifestyle is, they can get away with deviating from the protocol in the beginning. But it's always the one that has to come back and do it again. And go, well, I did this on my first protocol, and I lost 40 pounds. Why can't I do it now? Guess what? There is no there is no upside to cheating the system, and if the fact that you're trying to cheat the system, all that means that you're shortcutting your results and shortcutting the, your ability to keep the weight off for life. And all that means you're going to be right back around doing it again. And like anything else, 
like like the young lady said on the phone, you know it's you, you'll know it works, but now it's going to be well, it's just hard to do. And I know it works. When I really get desperate, maybe I'll try it again. I got to tell you that it's hard. It, it, Nothing is more challenging than reaching your goal and then losing it and then having to go back and get it. And if you've, ever, if you've ever been a person that worked out in the gym and got injured and lost your muscle mass and had to go back there and build it back, man or woman, if you're ever a person that was good at a certain art or craft or, you know, instrument or martial arts and you had to start over again, you know, it's almost a, it's almost a thing that stops you from even trying because, like, I don't want to go through it again. Uh, I can tell you that the, probably the most emotionally difficult thing to do is, is to be out of shape, Find yourself in shape for the first or second time in your life in many, many years. Love the way you look and feel because you have not taken a real good look at the habits that need to be changed for life. Um, and you start opening up that door again and you find yourself 40, 50, 60 pounds heavier again and you've been lost, it's very depressing. And a lot of people go into depression and a lot of people get really, really jacked up emotionally because of that. So do yourself a favor and... Decide you're going to do this protocol. Make sure it's ideal time for you. Look at your calendar ahead of time. Look at the events you have coming. Look at what your motivation is. Look at what your end result time, what you want your end result to be. Plan it out. Make a strategic um, shift in your life. Tell those people that are important to you what you're going to do and why you're going to do it. And, and follow through and make it happen. Because anything less than that is going to leave you uh, disappointed and uh, and what happens is those disgruntled you know comments get spewed out into the universe. And what happens is because you plan to you plan to you actually you plan to fail because you failed to plan. You're now you're now snatching someone else's dreams because you're telling them oh, I didn't. Work. I tried it. It didn't work. And actually you didn't work it. And that's not fair to them. So when you think about that, if you choose to do what you're going to do for yourself, please don't ruin someone else. Don't step on someone else's dreams that this may be the only option they have other than, you know, short of surgery to actually get their life back. And even surgeries, as we told you, 80% of them fail, and they're right back where they are five, six years later. So really, I mean, this is a huge opportunity. I think we all have a huge responsibility. And if you're on this phone, if you're listening to this call, because somewhere in your life, this this protocol is either going to be or it is a part of your life, and you're going to have the opportunity to share this and pay it forward and, and help somebody else. And the best way to do that is lead by example. Lead by example. And the young lady that said, you know, my friends are all on this and we're all doing the same thing. You know, one of you, all it is, all it takes is a shift. Is one of you needs to shift and take a stand that we're going to do this, and you can help the rest of your friends. Suit. Find one of you that's willing to be brave enough to to be in integrity with themselves and say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it for 23 lousy days. I'm not going to cheat. I'm going to be as perfect as I can be. And you watch how quickly they either line up or fall away. But if you're all doing the same dance together and you're all cheating together and thinking it's funny, it's not. Because you know what? Ultimately, you're going to look in the mirror and be very, very sad that you gave this opportunity. And I do think that, you know, be careful because you, you may be one of those people that go to because you're using the protocol not the way it was designed. So I'm not harping on you, but I really want you to succeed. So please take my words as nothing but kindness and love. Anyway, guys, got 50 seconds left. I'm going to bail out here. I appreciate you being here. Uh, thank you for letting me do what I do. Um, I love you bunches. I appreciate you. And uh, if you go to the podcast, make sure you hit the share button, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, share the love. That's all I ask you to do is share the love, and I'll keep coming back. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. 
where should I go? If you say that you are mine, I'll be here till the end of time. So you got to let me know. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.